Welcome to We Like Having Fun, uh, an Office Hours Live Recap Podcast. This is episode two. I'm here with my co-host, Carl Cortez. Carl, how are you doing this week? Doing pretty well. Despite everything going on, I'm feeling all right. The weather's looking good here. That's good to hear. I thought it was almost unnecessary to do an episode this week, just with everything going on in the world. It seems kind of uh, flippant to be talking about these types of things. I think that they they caught this episode Friday afternoon just before kind of the hysteria hit the world and it's almost like their begin their show and the way it went was almost you know like the vibes of the world were were already there during their show cuz the show was a disaster. I tried to log in and and watch live. Did you try to do that? No, I was doing a little volunteer project on Friday, so I didn't get to listen to any of it. Um, sounds as if I didn't miss too much. Uh, I just watched, or sorry, I didn't even watch. I just listened through Apple Podcasts and through headphones. And yeah. I feel as if that's the best kind of experience for this episode because they don't even have the video on their YouTube. Uh, same with the after hours bit. You just kind of have to make it up with your own imagination. Yeah, I. this is the first time since they've been doing the live videos that I had to stop because it was so bad. Um, and same as last week, or same as two weeks ago, um, They it started late. It was like, oh my goodness. The, the, the chat group was getting very restless. Finally, they came on about, about 10 after. And the mics were off, the the sync was off. They just started kind of going. You could tell they'd probably done it a couple times and couldn't tell what was going on. But for us, watching was a total mess. We didn't know what was going on. And watching the show with the lip sync off is just, it's just not, doesn't work. It's just yeah. terrible. And actually, Vic and Doug were wearing masks. So when they talked, it was a little better because you couldn't see their mouths. But Tim was talking. It was just out of control. Um and I, it's the first time ever I just had to turn it off. I was like, this is totally not enjoyable at all. Um, so at about about 30 minutes in, I just I just bailed. Um, freezing. Just, it, it was very disappointing. You could tell they were disappointed. Um, and then I, I jumped back on for after hours because I was like, oh, maybe the Zoom and the after hours, maybe I could just jump and see what happened. And... Same kind of stuff. When I jumped on the Zoom, the audio was all messed up. The The drops were like crazy loud, hurting your ears. So I, you know, I stayed on that for a few minutes and then bailed again. So, hmm. but uh, you went back and listened to the episode. Yeah. Any, uh, anything big to note? I, I did go back and listen to the episode too, but yeah. what, what did you, what did you I, take away? I feel as if, um, if you were actually trying to watch it live, it probably ruined the whole experience, but uh, I like the Corona puns. The quarantine puns were good. Um, I haven't heard of either guests, um, Jenna Friedman or Jeff Tweedy. I've heard of Wilco, but haven't listened, and I haven't heard uh, Jenna's mm-hmm. stand-up. So um, it was funny throughout, but I don't really. I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember <laughs> much that happened. I just know that uh, it was noticeable when issues were happening, but. I will applaud Tim because then every time something felt as if it was going to go haywire, he was just moving to the next thing, which I think is a big, uh, says a lot that he's willing to roll with these things and 
have them happen, but still have an objective for the whole thing. He's not just going to keep chiming in, trying to get someone's attention that he was interviewing. Yeah, it's it seems like the the bings and bops of the past. Um, if you listen to Office Hours over the course of the four years, the the tech problems were were fun and weird, you know, early on, and it was always just it was kind of almost like a a gag on a bit on part of the show is that. It always would fuck up and nothing would work and Doug would play like, you know, purposely play like Skype sounds and stuff so that it would it'd fuck with it. But it seems like they've they're in that next level now where I think they just want it to work properly and it's not very fun when it's not working. So it's almost like if they you know, if it's not gonna work, don't even do it live because it kinda like takes away. Um but yeah, Jenna I hadn't heard of Jenna Friedman. Um and I couldn't really tell what the heck. I mean, I, I got the gist of what they were talking about, but I couldn't really engage. And then Jeff Tweedy, I'm a huge Wilco fan. Uh, love Jeff Tweedy and his. He plays in a band with his son too, which is son Spencer. And um, so that was cool. Um, and that was, you know, nothing uh, groundbreaking there. But I I thought it was it was fun. It just again didn't have the energy <clears throat> that I think all. The whole episode just kind of lacked a vibe because of the tech problems. And and I think just overall, the crazy stuff that's going on in the world, it just kind of had a little bit of a darker vibe. Um, so, yeah, anything? You, you listen to After Hours? Yeah, I listened to After Hours, and uh, I think it was cool that they just... I, I think this was a good hybrid between, yeah, we have a schedule, but we're also just going to take calls. And I mm-hmm. thought it was cool that they had uh, recurring guests on there um, with just people who have called in. So that was nice. Um, yeah, I remember it was funny throughout. Oh, I remember they dropped an unforgivable um, sound bit. Have, are you familiar with that old YouTube? Uh, I don't think classic? so. Oh, yeah. That's uh, one to look at if you're into uh, something kind of different. It's out okay. there for sure. Um, but the one thing I guess that I took away was that they talked about this, uh, New York times podcast, uh, the rabbit hole. Yeah. And have you like read anything about it or listened to a little bit? I haven't listened to anything. I, I, I read that it was about the internet and the, you know, what it's doing to us or something. Right. Is that the premise? Yeah. To a degree. Um, it starts off just focusing on one gentleman in particular that claims that he went, um, his whole political views were swayed because of YouTube and talks about how oh, okay. into YouTube he got. And I just finished up one um, dealing with the infamous PewDiePie that I've heard of, but never really knew what he did. I just knew it wasn't a YouTube thing. Um, so it's cool how they go in like deep enough to just see how YouTube and the internet like will tweak things or make us think these things if we keep listening or watching. Mm-hmm. So that's been a good listen. And I know Tim recommended that, I think, in the previous episode we listened to. So that was one thing okay. I followed through with, and I'm into it. Cool. I'll check it out. I uh, After you mentioned it, I subscribed, and maybe I'll give it a listen. And it's early now, so you can catch up on those first seven episodes pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention that I thought uh, Phil Bronze Colin was funny. Uh yeah, he crushed he, it. About, uh, about trying to save Sears. Um, 
That was pretty funny and pretty dark. I mean, as I said, this was before kind of shit started burning down, and he was a little bit. I think you know, I think protests and stuff were happening, but um, it really hadn't gotten so crazy. So it, it is kind of it's a little bit darker to listen to it now to hear him kind of joking about uh, you know trying to protect the Sears and getting beat up by people because that got pretty real pretty quick. Um, and it was funny. Phil Phil giggled throughout it, which I thought was funny. He he couldn't even he couldn't even stick with it. <laughs> He's usually pretty good about you know keeping a straight uh, a straight uh, face and keeping it together. But he la he giggled through it, which was funny. Um, uh, in after hours, I I listened to a bit of after hours. Um, Tim had mentioned you know he was just gonna lay in his bed because everything was going so terrible that day, then he was just going to watch Godfather 1, 2, Goodfellas, and then The Sopranos full season, and then just repeat, rinse and repeat, over and over, and just lay in his bed. Uh, I thought that was uh, funny. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, uh, you know, I'm totally down with that. I I could do that same thing. Yeah. I I get it. I think it's been interesting to touch base with Vic, because he's watching it just for the first time, and... I think if you had to watch that show now, yeah, some elements hold up, but it's so much. It's like, it's a very Mm. thick show in the sense that they go into each character and then add characters along the way. Um, Have you finished the whole series before, Mike? Sopranos, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Sopranos. I could watch it every year, but I don't. I think I've seen it through maybe two and a half times-ish. But yeah, I love it. I think it's really good. Um, it, 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 I think it ages well, but there is, I think it's a little hard. I think some of the stuff in that show maybe wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to put on TV now, Yeah. but I think at the time they were still kind of ballsy enough to just kind of call these mobsters racists and, and do this thing and have them say this stuff, uh, that they say that I think we might be a little too sensitive or I, or rightfully sensitive right now to not maybe have that kind of stuff in a a current show but it's still i think it holds up and i think it's very honest i think that these gangster guys probably uh likely talk and act that way so it's a good representation and it's a fascinating uh, look yeah i always thought it was interesting like i play video games so i think in the very first season they start with an n64 and then it just builds from there so it's cool that it shows the whole time span of how each character's grown up and whatnot um, yeah. Do you have a specific favorite episode? Um, I can't think of one offhand. I just I just saw the season two uh first episode of season two recently. It just got thrown on where somewhere where I was and there's an amazing uh intro to um of Frank Sinatra's yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, was a very good year when I was seven. Yeah, yeah that that it. sequence, that sequence of the first part of season two. I'm like, God damn, this is really strong filmmaking and just epic. I mean, that's some high level stuff and just really got me pumped up. And I'm like, man, this show is really firing yeah. at, at this point. Is that very the, confident? Is that the one where uh, they're being tailed and it keeps switching back and forth between that police song and the other song? I'm not sure. I, I only saw the beginning of that episode. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think the I think the um, a really good episode is the one where where the, he he takes Meadow to college in season one. Um, mm-hmm. That's a great episode, and she asks him about 
being in the mafia. And um, there's actually a really good Sopranos podcast that's, I don't know if I said really good, but there's an interesting Sopranos podcast that started by Michael Imperioli and the guy that plays Bobby Baklava. Um, and it's oh, yeah. the two of them. It's the two of them breaking down every episode, which is cool. And they've, they've had um, AJ and, and Meadow and, that's like a new podcast that they're recapping every episode, which is kind of interesting if you're a Sopranos fan. I've listened to a few of those. Speaking of other podcasts, uh, you had mentioned you, you listened to the Poundcast with yeah. Jason Dill. Yeah. So they did a what I thought was a full interview with Dill, and I thought it was really interesting how they dived into skating. Like Doug, of course, skates, but Brent doesn't. So he, the questions that Brent asked were interesting because – I'm assuming he doesn't have that background of skating. So they Doug and Dill would speak of something and Brent might not be sure, but he wanted to understand what was going on. So I thought that one was pretty well done. They talk about uh, the phenomenon Dill or how Dill walks and reads books and where that interest started for him. So haven't tried that out yet, but I thought I, I listened good. to it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I think I think I maybe have twenty minutes left or something. So maybe the walking pit was at the end. But the um, I thought Jason Dill is a fucking maniac. Like very. I don't know. I I wasn't. He was just for the first thirty minutes of that interview. He just was talking. There was no form. There was no questions being asked. He just started talking about stuff. And he's talking about Tootsie and. He just kept going. It was like a, a kid with ADD or something that was just like saying weird shit. And I was like, what is going on right now? This guy's a fucking strange man. And then finally they reined him in and started asking him questions. I just was having a hard time uh, listening to him. It made, made me uncomfortable to hear him just go from one thing to the next thing, talking about movies and Cannonball Run and, and all this insane shit that was not connected to anything. It was just like he was just saying stuff uh, out of nowhere. And it was like you know, some sort of like ADD kind of bizarro thing to, to listen to, which which kind of stressed me out while I was listening. You know, I kind of was like, I'm picturing what Doug and Brent were thinking while they're, this guy's just going off without being asked anything. Um, but I guess maybe that's his charm, right? Yeah. He's again, he's vocal. Um, he's been around and doing this a long time. So those stories he does have when he can really, I mean, I, that's the thing. I never really thought of him as like, oh, he always has a story. Like, it's really always him talking and he always has interesting stuff to talk about or mention. But uh, yeah, being able to follow him and his career, of just starting that company and then it had a little hiatus. And then in the Poundcast, he talks about breaking, like cutting it off with the one company he was sponsored by and then going back to redo F.A., um, so stuff like that. I can admire how he stuck with it and it's his thing and he's happy with it and it's release so yeah i thought he was really honest they asked him like how do you start a clothing company or like you know you know how did that all why you know hi why and how and he was like yeah i needed the money and i'm like a skateboarder and like you know i'm a you know so that gives me opportunities to start clothing companies so that's why i do it did it not not like oh i'm really passionate about fashion or clothes like it was just like no no i just needed to make some money yeah I got then he got into it and you know I think he does care about it but I don't know anything about those clothes are they cool you 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 buy that kind of stuff Carl No I can't say that I buy uh t-shirts that say FA on it where F and A stand for something else but uh um that's a cool brand he's done a lot of good stuff 
he supports a lot of really talented people. Um, yeah. yeah, that brand I think's kind of gone bigger and bigger as time's gone on. So good for him. I think it's rare that companies are started in that grassroots area and still have that push and still have that main person behind the wheel steering it and giving all of the direction. Yeah, I see a I see a little jacket on his um, site that says hockey on the back, which I think is kind of cute. What is this hockey thing? Do you know anything about that? Yeah, so hockey is a sub, like another company under that umbrella that he started. Like, and what is why? Um, just different images. Like, I, okay, see, how can I explain? Um, I don't drink Starbucks coffee, but I know that they have, you know, the normal Starbucks place and then they started to do the reserve coffee locations. Are you familiar with those? No. Yeah. Those have been more for like urban environments and whatnot and kind of up and coming areas, but, um, it's trying to make it more of a homey, smaller feel if it's a Starbucks reserve versus a normal Starbucks. And the reason why these are two different companies with FA and then hockey is because of honestly just different graphics and sometimes a whole different image. Even if they're all talented skateboarders, like the graphic directions can go in one way for one brand and they can get away with it, whereas another brand wouldn't. Yeah, okay. But do, do, are they hockey fans or something? Is there, No, is that's, it just, just, that's just, just a random word. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Because so, I, like, I like hockey, the sport. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, I'll, maybe I would get it some gear because they're kind of cool because they just say hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, that's a good name, and that's one brand that's like newer in the sense that it hasn't been around forever and ever. Um, uh-huh. And the people on it are a little bit more low key, and um, yeah, it's maybe, a smaller. Maybe I'll buy a too. maybe I'll buy a sweatshirt that says hockey on it. Yeah, I know there's a price to it, but uh, it's good stuff. It's sixty dollars for a sweatshirt. That's not like crazy. Oh, it's only sixty. You know, maybe sixty FA bucks for a, a crew neck sweatshirt. I kind of like the. Um, the the old crew neck sweatshirts too, you know, like you don't see it's, it's a lot of hoodies these days, and you you rarely see the, the sweatshirt without the the hood, which is kind of a nice look. Um, <clears throat> so did you listen to? Yeah, you mentioned you'd listen to Vic's uh, DJ. What are we calling that? I guess it was a little podcast. BB a podcast. wants to be a DJ. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? Uh, it was cool. I thought. Like the few songs that resonated with me were the uh, Beach Boys ones. I didn't expect those to come out towards the end. So those were nice. And then uh, it's like towards the dance part of it. He has that Ross Poutine song. And then I think it's Lil Ramba. Yeah. I, I, if he keeps those coming, I'll keep listening. Those were cool. And I like how he keeps the drops in there too. Yeah, <clears throat> I thought he edited it together really well. Um, like had the drops, different drops coming in on beat. There were some songs where I was like, are these Vic drops or is it, this is part of the song? Um, <laughs> it was kind of hard to tell because he had me playing some electronic music and stuff in there. So really cool, good Italian funk in there at some point. And um, uh, yeah, I like I was exercising and it was very fun to listen to that. So I would take more of that. Vic, if you're listening, do a, do more of that. That's cool. I assume they will, because um, that uh, I don't know why they'd just do that one time, but who knows? You never know. Um, and Squirrel Report uh, was has been uh, you know getting crazy these days with Doug uh, getting 
fired from office hours last week and then being brought back on in a dramatic uh, turn of events. Um, actually, it was funny. They they did a video where Doug, uh, Tim was kind of sh- shit-talking. Tim was shit-talking Doug's scroll report uh, in classic Tim fashion. Doug comes into the studio and yells at him, and Tim fires him, and he, he leaves, or he quits. Doug quits. And then... Um, then they did another video before uh, before they were testing last week where Doug came in and he's like <laughs> being dramatic. Like, you know, I want to just, you know, I'm hoping, you know, I want to come back, you know. And he, and Tim's like, I just thought we were just kidding about that stuff. Like Tim just <laughs> went in a completely different way with it. And it was that was funny that they uh, Tim just uh, destroyed the the whole thing they had built up by saying, oh, no, we was, I was just kidding. I thought we were just joking around. Um that was funny. The scroll reports are good. If you're not following those, you can follow uh, his Doug's private Instagram, um, which I think is worth it. It's fun. Uh, if you subscribe to the the Poundcast or just Doug Pound's Patreon, I think I don't. I think you can just give him a very you know give him a buck or two a month, and you get all his content. Um, so I I recommend that. Um, and then uh, I think lastly, we just want to – what do you think is going to happen this week? They're going to do another episode, I think. I think it's just going to have a different tone. And if it's just audio again, I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, being there and watching it live <laughs> is one thing, but I feel as if it's almost more enjoyable when I have to paint a picture for myself and only hear the audio of what's going on. Yeah, you mentioned that before. I, <clears throat> Because we started doing this podcast, I was like, well, I want to engage with the thing that's happening live. And I do think that being seeing the YouTubers' comments and just seeing it happen as it happens, if it's working good, I think that's a valuable thing. But this last week <clears throat> kind of dissuaded me where it kind of fucked me up for the whole week. Like when I listened back, I had a different experience because I had this, I was coming off this kind of bad experience of trying to watch it. So the first 45 minutes of it, I just was picturing all the fucked up things that were happening live and um, just couldn't get into it, really. Um, so, yeah, maybe I think I got to give them another shot and see if they if they are going to do it live. But I don't know. This week could be interesting. It could be with everything that's going on in the world right now. It might be. Uh, I don't know. Do they have an episode? Is it a different kind of episode? Do they just go out and do their thing? Uh, you know, I would expect that they that they try to bring some joy to the world, bring some laughs and goofs. Um, but yeah, it's really hard to do that right now, and I think that that uh, had a little shadow over this past episode as well. And kind of like I said, it kind of kicked off a weekend of just uh, just you know really you know pretty terrible. Like that night, Friday night was when it really started to get bad. And um, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of it. So let's hope that they, that the world settles down in a couple days. Um, or maybe not. Maybe we don't hope that. I don't know what you hope, Carl. Uh, I'm just saying I'm jealous of the SpaceX sh- uh, shuttle that went up. I wish I could leave this yeah. right now. <laughs> just wait yeah. till everything's fixed. Sure, sure. That was, that was interesting. Were you, uh, did you watch that? No, I just heard about it, but I follow that stuff when there's happenings. But just <clears throat> yeah, it was yeah. it was kind of I was watching it, and they they have the barge that the 
the Falcon 9 rocket that falls back down to Earth lands on, you know, which is kind of the interesting thing about it is that Elon Musk has these rockets that can land back mm-hmm. after they, you know, they disconnect from the ship. Right. And watching it live, they have a live feed of showing the barge and right before it's about to drop, signal cuts out <laughs> and then signal cuts back in 10 seconds later, thing has already landed. And it's like, come on, yeah. man, you got spectrum. a fucking space shuttle going up into the, you know, going up to a space station and you don't have a good enough camera signal to shoot this barge out in the water, like on earth, like. Get a couple cameras. Get a backup feed. Really? We got one stupid camera that's going to lose right at the exact moment? So, obviously, the conspiracy theory started immediately. Uh, But I I did see a video today from a different camera angle, finally, that actually showed the freaking thing land, which is pretty amazing um, that it does that. And it lands, and, like, all the smoke comes off, and literally, within two seconds, it just looks like it's sitting there. (laughs) So... Uh, yeah, I was, I was fooled for a minute, but no, that's, that's a cool thing, you know, even though it's not, it's just like a private enterprise. Like I think, you know, Trump and these guys like taking credit and like showing up there. It's like, dude, this is fucking SpaceX. This isn't NASA. This isn't government funded. This is a private thing. Like the fuck out of here. Don't take credit for that shit. Get out of here, bro. Yeah. Get your space force going. Um, yeah, that was interesting. One bit of positivity this past week. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. You got anything else, Carl? You want to wrap this up? Yeah, I guess since you're wearing a Batman t-shirt, can you rifle off your favorite actor to play Batman? And what you think <laughs> oh, about yeah. Robert Pattinson taking on that role? <laughs> um, well, my favorite actor to play Batman... Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna be really nerdy here and say that the voice acting of Kevin Conroy in Batman the Animated Series is some of the tops work uh, for me, but I'm not gonna lie. There really hasn't been a Batman that I've been really down on. I mean, I I even think Kilmer and Clooney have their own things that I that that were that were pretty good. I liked Ben Affleck. I liked uh, Batman versus Superman that movie. I liked it. Everybody didn't like it. I don't know. I, I liked it so. I'm kind of a Batman nerd. I read. I used to read those comics kind of quite a bit. And Robert Pattinson, I don't know. I'm interested. I think the this Matt Reeves directors could do something cool with it. And um, you know, I'll, I'll watch the movie. I'm sure Pattinson's a good actor. I mean, and he's he's not typical. But when they've gone that route before, like Michael Keaton's, wouldn't you wouldn't think Michael Keaton would be a good Batman? But I think he showed that he was very good. Good Bruce Wayne and. Same with Christian Bale, maybe wouldn't be your obvious choice. And people kind of freaked out about that. Now many people say that he was the best one. So you, you can't, you know, you kind of can't judge it. Ben Affleck seemed like, okay, he really fits the role physically and kind of has that look. And maybe he, for most people, he didn't really, you know, do that interesting of a, you know, thing with it. But what do you think? Pattinson? You Batman guy? You care? Yeah, I've. I mean, I can't say that I've watched all the animated series and mm-hmm. remember all of the Adam West bits of Batman, but um, yeah, whenever those movies come out, I watch it. I don't think I made it through all of Batman versus Superman, but uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's when I let the reviews watch it for me. Uh, yeah. Pattinson has potential for it. I saw that he's going to be in the new Christopher Nolan movie, so 
Um, I'm excited to see it, and I still need to see The Lighthouse, but I have heard good things about that. So Lighthouse is a pretty crazy movie. Um, I can recommend The Lighthouse, and it shows the kind of shit that Pattinson can do. Nothing Batman-ish about it, but um, definitely just shows his range. I haven't seen that movie High Life. I've been meaning to watch that, um, which I think he's an astronaut in that movie. Oh, um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that one was that interesting. cool? Yeah, it was Claire uh, Denis. It was through A twenty four films, which I, I yeah. always feel as if I'm obligated to watch. Um, sure, Andre three thousands in it too. Yeah, that one mm. was interesting. To say okay. the least, you have you have to kind of piece together the story as the movie went on. But I watched the whole thing, and it was pretty odd and weird. Like it was a kind of a weird sci fi, but it was yeah worth checking it's out. It's on. It's on my. It's on my list. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that'll wrap up the movie. yeah we like watching movies podcast yeah the um did you ever listen to the podcast with scott aukerman uh the the u2 podcast or the rem podcast do you know what i'm talking about when i say that i do not the you 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 like talking u2 to me well it's kind of it's kind of funny they have a podcast where they right in the middle of their podcast they'll if they start talking about movies they're like is this an episode of we love movies and then they play, <laughs> they just start another podcast within their podcast. That's cool. kind of funny. It's kind of funny. They just keep doing that. It's kind of cute. So that reminds me of this. We've gone down a rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, thanks for the questions, Carl. Um, I like that. We need to we need to get to know each other a little bit. You said you were um, interviewing for a job, or yeah, yeah, just some side work. Just some side work. That, yeah. But are you are you working right now? Yeah, yeah, I've been working Teaching? from home since March. Okay. Good for you. And you said you're teaching math? Yep. Teaching math. Okay, very good. What what a level? High school. High school math. Like smart high school or like dumb high school? Uh, they're all smart to me. Math's tough, so. No, I know, but I mean like are you doing like pre-calc? Yeah, yeah. I have uh, okay. two sections of pre-calc this year. All right, pre-calc. That's pretty serious business. Good stuff. I hope we get a show this week. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Carl, stay safe over there in Philadelphia. And um, stay safe, everybody out there. Yeah. Anybody who's listening. I don't know if we broke uh, 800 listeners this week, but I'll I'll, I'll check the uh, stats again. Um, I think we're getting close. Oh, yeah? Really? I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> totally full of shit. I haven't checked the stats at all. Uh, Matt from Office Hours, the producer Matt, he listened to the show. He said, good job. He said... Uh, not to, not to, we don't have to be polite. You know, if we don't like something, just say it. Yeah. So um, I'll just say it. I didn't the the fucking live fuck up fucked me up, and I didn't like it. So yeah, it, I, it, I unsubscribed <laughs> from Patreon. I burned all of my <laughs> DVDs. I'm done. No. Yeah. But, uh, they'll totally bounce done. back. You know, every yeah everybody has this kind of episode and it's out of their control after a certain point but so are you going to listen that is that going to be your stance you're going to be a listener not a live watcher is that how we should do this i've gone back and forth between the listening and then being a part of it i guess when i took on uh i took on the career move of patreon member i uh, yeah. felt obligated to watch and get involved <laughs> with the after hour stuff but uh we'll see it, it kind of depends okay. on the week Gotcha. Well, let me know. We'll be talking this week if we uh, if we're on there. I'll see you on there. If not, we'll catch up soon and, and try to get this uh, podcast out there as soon as we can after we take in the content. All right, let's do this. 
All right, Carl. Take care. Have a good week. Uh, Be talking soon. Yeah, stay safe. All right. Later. Later.